Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So like we said, this week we are exploring ideas that relate to Tisha B'Av a day, which is often completely glossed over by many and not even known about by others. Now one reason for that might simply be that it always falls out in the summer. So it wasn't experienced during the school year and therefore our teachers didn't touch upon it in our curriculum. But I think the reason goes deeper than that. See, today we face an even greater challenge when it comes to understanding the implication of the Chorban, of the destruction. Why? Well, the reality is, for the majority of the past two millennia of our exile, it was much easier on one level to feel what the loss was all about, because the majority of that history was filled with crusades, pogroms, inquisitions, and most recently and painfully, the Holocaust. When Jews mourned the destruction of the temple and exile from Israel, it was not only known but profoundly felt. However, today we have a challenge, the challenge of things being much better. Think about it. This is the first century in 2000 years that we have the land of Israel, an army to defend us, the Kotel to visit, more Jewish learning than ever as we continue to build up the entire land. As the joke goes, the national bird of Israel is the crane. So one might stop, and in fact some unfortunately do, and say, well, I guess there's no need to commemorate Tisha B'Av anymore. We have Israel back, and Israel has our back. But the question is, why is that not enough? What is lacking? The answer is that Israel was never intended simply to be safe haven of the Jewish people. That was not the purpose of the land. True, it's a wonderful byproduct, but the goal was to connect to God, to live in His land, visit His home and temple, to constantly reinforce that close and loving relationship and feel a sense of that calling that we have as His people, and through that be inspired to shine as a spiritual, moral, ethical, and holy light unto the nations. We all know that Herzl did not choose Uganda, although he could have easily argued it would have been a much better choice, larger, less political turmoil. Rather, Israel was chosen because it was not a new Jewish homeland, but a return to our ancient one. And once we remember that, one who is intellectually honest knows that the only reason why it was our ancient homeland is because God said it was. It was what he told our forefathers, promised to our nation as we left Egypt, departed from Sinai. It was told that this was the land where we would develop that relationship with him in his homeland and in his house. Not sure if the Hebra on this podcast is up to it, but it would definitely be worth exploring our concept of God. As for many, it carries a lot of baggage simply because the concept has been so sorely misunderstood. But that, my friends, is exactly the problem. We might have the land of Israel back, but God's clear presence is not there yet. It's like a child who went out on his own, didn't appreciate his parents, and decided to abandon them. And when the child eventually comes back home, he's so excited, only to realize that his parents are no longer there, and it's the relationship that they wanted. See, the exile is not simply about the Jewish people's exile from God's land, but the reality of God's exile from the land, and that feeling of greater closeness and clarity that comes along with it. We used to live in a world and a reality where God wasn't doubted, but known, and not simply intellectually known, but emotionally felt. We no longer have that. As I said, the week leading up to Tisha B'Av is a time of intense reflection. One area that warrants to be thought about, struggled with, studied, and re-examined is the area of our relationship with God. One cannot read the Torah, listen to the prayers, and learn the reasons of our traditions and holidays and ignore the ever-present notion of God, understanding that it is about building a relationship with Him. We might have a small remnant of what that's like when we visit the Kotel for the first time, a faint echo of the feeling that existed in full volume when the temple stood in their glory and the Jewish people lived and aspired to their ultimate calling and greatness. 
but we need to access that feeling on a regular basis. And there is no better time to try and do that than over this week. So on that note, may we work this week on restoring that clarity because the way Judaism works is that wanting something badly enough enables it to be restored to what it was and how it was always meant to be. And on that note, wishing you a wonderful night and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.